It is Tuesday, July 28th. Welcome, everyone, to Living Room Sports Talk here at McCauley. We got Zach Rothenberger finally back in the building here. Look at this, Zach. Welcome back, baby. Yeah, had some uh, some nice R&R time. Uh, my apologies Local Tanner, which is, which is tough because uh, you're you know Italian as hell already, but... <laughs> Yeah, no, it was good. Yeah, enjoyed some time on the beach, you know, cold drink in hand, you know, toes in the water, you know what, the sand, how they say. So, yeah, it's good. Yeah. It's all good. Hey, it's living, That's living good. the dream. It's good to be back. It's good to be well, back. Well, hey, I mean, I'll tell you what, if, if you could do that every – do you mind going back down there for two weeks because baseball is looking a little uh, – uh, right now. So, uh, you know. I will say. Go back down there, fix everything for us. In the- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll see. <laughs> um, all right, but I'll tell you, you know, let's – Let's look at this. Is Mojo or no? It's not Mojo Monday. See, that's see. This is interesting. It's like a false start show. It's a Tuesday show, which is a little right. I know. It's. I almost feel like we're we're coming off like a weekend thing or whatever. You know, it's like it feels like a Monday, but you know, here we are. Oh, yeah. Uh, right, we got a great show. Yeah, we got a great show. Sports are back, right? We got uh, baseball is obviously back this weekend, and uh, anyone who's a religious viewer of our show, they know that uh, you know teams. Uh, Starting some things, Zach, and we'll we'll get into that a little bit. But um, and obviously it's a very serious topic as well. But we'll we'll dive all into that. Obviously, training camp started this week as well. Uh, kind of. Yeah, kind <laughs> very, of. Yeah. It's very murky. Yeah, we'll we'll, uh, we'll we'll talk a lot. But I mean, even to that point, dude, you've been gone for two weeks. Like, there's like Jamal Adams with the Seahawks. There's so many things mm. we got to talk about. I feel like, um, just even in the landscape of the NFL. So I think you know, like obviously we'll, we'll have a lot of fun talk. Uh, diving into training camp and yeah, and NBA and NHL are back. Do you see the Flyers? They just won uh, the little scrimmage against the Penguins there, Zachy. Three two, yeah, three that? two. There you go. I, I saw the result. I saw the uh, the box score. Oh, see, I'm close. I'm gonna get you. I'm gonna yeah. get you to to believe one day. Almost but there. <laughs> it was hell win. Yeah, and you know I like that they played. Like it, it felt like a real game. Not like that it was. It was perfect for like a four o'clock to watch during work. Mm, it's like you're not actually invested. You wanted to win. Yeah, but you're just you know because and it means something because you want to play well. But on the flip side, you know, all right, neither here nor there. Let's get back to it. I'm sure you saw a lot of BS on your phone down there. Well, you didn't have no Wi-Fi, which I told you was good. Yeah. I told you that was therapeutic as hell. Um, yeah. and for now, reasons now my such data as this, is over, but you know, what's that? My data is way over, but yeah. <laughs> oh, is it? You don't have unlimited either? No. Neither do I. I don't know uh, why. Just there's some principle about it. I'm like, no, I know you just are going to twist my arm to make me get it. I don't want to get it. I know, I know. It's just, I it's just a pride you, thing, maybe. I don't know. Do you have a work phone? I do, but I didn't bring it, to be honest with you. Because yeah, I you know, we, we talked about this before a little bit, about, yeah, yeah technology and stuff. Right, so. <laughs> yeah. Um, right, all right, let's, all right. But anyway, a lot of clickbait. A lot of clickbait, especially with training camp going on, and mm-hmm. obviously with everything in baseball, the weekend, you know, there's going to be a lot of stuff. Um, so it's funny. I, I'll, I'll go, it's funny. I even got the Packers stuff ready to go. Um, but, you know, all right, so mine – and I'll even just say it's just to act like it's not like I didn't have one for the show, but I just don't feel like it's like worth just sitting here and like raining for the first five to 10 minutes of the show. Mm. I'm going to see mine for football talk. I, this whole NFL top 100 is just so stupid. I mean, I know, oh. you know, that I, it's, it's like a sour subject after the, you know, all the half the Packers got hosed last night and it, but I'm not being biased. <laughs> I thought about it the first night when it came out. I just, I, personally, I'm just not, it's, it's, it's like a movie on a flight to me, but anyway, we'll rant more about mm. that during the football segment, but I'll turn to you. I'm sure you got for two weeks building yeah. up. Yeah, you feeling it, some clickbait? Uh, yeah, I, I am. And you know, the funny thing is, is this clickbait came out. Uh, I think it was today. It was this morning. <laughs> so I wasn't even on vacation to real to find this one. But you know, the the topic of my clickbait is obviously a serious one. But the statement that was made was like just asinine to me. So Dr. Anthony Fauci says Marlins virus outbreak could endanger the MLB season. Really? I don't think I'd be a doctor to figure that one out. <laughs> Zach, by the way, spoiler alert. Did you know if I push you into off, like, off a boat into a, a lake, you're going to get wet? Really? I didn't know yeah, that. Yeah, how Karen. about that? Yeah. Yeah, and, yeah, and, it, and then he, he goes on, the, the article says, you know, he doesn't believe the games need to be need to stop right now, though. So it's like, all right, you're just contradicting everything. It's like, what's the point of even reading this? There's I'm not no trying point. to be disrespectful because I, 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 like, I appreciate what, you know, all the good efforts going towards defeating the bar. I do. I do. I'm not, I'm not really not trying to even be like that guy getting into like all the nitty gritty of all this. Cause mm-hmm. it's funny. I feel like you saw the drama with like bar still how they're talking about. They're not political. I'm just like, but you're being political by talking about it. Right. But no, and, and not that we're getting with, with this, but I, I would just say, it just seems like there's a lot of these quotes. You're right. Like, like, like two months ago, it was like Dr. Fauci says that if we don't wear a mask, like 
Sports could be in jeopardy in the fall. No kidding. Who, who, who knew? Right, and then exactly. they have the, the picture of him in the stands with his mask down talking to people. It's like, all right, man, come on. Right? Yeah. <laughs> and like, and it's funny. They make it sound like it's Jesus Christ, spree, like, you know, like, like out there spreading the word. Like, oh, yeah. like, and I'm not trying to, you know, I, I, I respect the guy's, you know, credentials, his career, everything. But I'm just more saying like, I don't know. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, nah, yeah, I'm with you 100%. I, it, yeah. Don't need to have that doctor to tell you that, you know, it could, it could endanger the season. So. Um, all right. Well, so to that point, right. It speaking mm-hmm. of endangering the season, I mean, it, it really has been, I feel like a hell of a week, um, hell of a weekend too, but I guess in the baseball world. And it brings me no pleasure. It's honestly, Zach, I'm like, I just felt like it was inappropriate. I usually wear my Marlins hat on the show and I'm not, and this is not me, you know, virtual signaling or like any of that. I'm just more just like, all right, like I just didn't want to like be that guy wearing it tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, I and I feel for were. them. If What's you were that? gonna wear, it. I was wondering if you were gonna wear it. <laughs> well, you know, I do feel for him. It's not. It's there's no like. It's not like I'm, you know, anti. I, I just felt like I wasn't just trying to be like the guy making that, you know, comment. Of course. Uh, but no. All right. So obviously they postponed. Baseball just announced uh, earlier this afternoon that uh, they'll be postponing the Marlins games uh, through Sunday. Of you know, amidst this Corona outbreak, so it, it sucks. I mean, there's no other way to put it. It's. I'm not shocked. I actually even said it. So, so we uh, meet Joe P and Chad or Rover at Chad's uh, house on Friday night at his pool watching the game. It was cool. They brought like the, the whole thing. It's awesome setup. But oh, nice. uh, yeah, to that point. So I felt like I saw on the ticker, it said like Alfaro, 10 day disabled, like non-disclosed. I was like, he's got Corona probably. And I even said right. that, that night, I was just like, you know, someone else is going to get it. They're on the road together. They're in a plane together. They're in a hotel together. They're eating their meals together. We're, if you're at home, you're not doing any of that. Yeah. I, Zach, I'd also argue not to just go on some tirade. I would argue the Nationals could have been this specimen, right? This this scientific study, if you will, in baseball right now. And I say that because I look at it from this perspective. Juan Soto had it. If they're if they're in New York, you don't think. And it, let's even say like they're flying somewhere. Let's say they're rematching with Houston or something like that. Or okay, I guess they want to play them. But you know, you might my point. If they had to get in a plane. If you play the Marlins, you know, for it doesn't matter. I guess my point is I'm just saying it doesn't it doesn't make any sense to me how people I don't know. It's it's a mess. It's just part of me thinks like it's it was bound to happen. Part, I actually to be honest, man, I don't know really it, I'm like kind of just spinning here like a treadmill. I, I don't know what to think. There's so much to kind of break down, right? Mm-hmm. I think you obviously with the caveat that you care about everyone's health and safety, right? I, I, we don't have to sit down and talk about Iran or whatever, but on the flip side, it's just, I look at this whole thing and it's like, okay, the Phillies didn't get sick. That's a great sign. Let's yeah. look at it from the perspective we're moving forward with baseball. Mm-hmm. That's huge. It, we really want them to stay. Cause at least then it, it makes things a little bit more curved in this spectrum, right? The Phillies start getting that all of a sudden it's just like, Oh man, this just seems like a domino effect. Right. Yeah, uh, 100%. And, you know, it's not just the Marlins, Karen, as we, we know. But so today when I was looking through doing some uh, some research for our picks of the day on our website, I was looking at a lot of the injuries. And numerous teams have, you know, player XYZ out COVID-19. It's like, how embedded is this already in, in the league? <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's insane. Um, I will say maybe a positive about this is this is the purpose of the whole taxi squad, I guess. You know, they have that that player pool for each team that they can pull from to help fill these players in while they quarantine, which doesn't seem like they're really executing right now. It seems like they're just doing the whole, year, you know, you're not going to play for a week. But I, I don't know. It, it's tough. If, if I mean, it, the, the MLB was the one league that didn't do, well, besides the NFL so far, that didn't do a bubble. Right, but that was agreed upon by that was agreed upon by agreed upon by the MLB Players Association. So they right. this is what they asked for in a sense. Yeah, they did. Yeah, that's a great point too. I think that needs to be addressed. And 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 furthermore, I'm looking. So I wrote out. It's fine. I wrote out my notes tonight, and there was like four different directions. I felt like we could kind of spin this off in. Mm-hmm. One being right, like you could obviously talk about the Marlins and, and them playing on Sunday, and like just not even just that, right? Just them. You could put you could go in that vacuum. You talk about the Phillies. What's going to happen to them now, right? Because, like I said, they're kind of the smoking gun. They're the one that's going to tip what's going to happen to baseball, which is my third point. It's just like, where do they sit, mm-hmm. right? Is this one of those things? Because, okay, now the Marlins aren't playing on Sunday. Like, so they just got to have, like, another random week before, like, at the, between the playoffs and the regular season. Like, right, like when is this – great? I know they have, like, little off days. So you're going to make them play 60 straight days. Like, right? I mean, like, there's so many – wrinkles to that and then and then to your point and we'll get obviously probably a little bit deeper in the show when we get kind of transitioned into football talk but 
what does it mean for the NFL? And, and right, there's just all everybody's just jumping on Twitter. The NFL's taking notes. The NFL's taking notes, Zach. It's like, I know, I know, I know yeah, right. that <laughs> everyone knows that it's not a secret. Like every day we're taking notes on this. It's, it's, it's an, un, it's, we're in uncharted waters in sports and life. Like, so yeah. the way I look at this whole thing, all right, let's, do you want to rewind it back and start the Marlins for a second? We'll start with like what, like Sunday and, and everything. And I don't, I don't know about you. I don't want to sit here and be like, be those. Look, actually, I'm going to like not say it wishy-washy. I'll actually say it with some conviction. I don't want to sit here and talk about, oh, should they have played or not? Right. Because everyone's saying, oh, there's the group message. And oh, that maybe people have. Everyone's acting like they were in the group text. Right. We don't know how much those players knew. We don't know how much the, the coaches knew. Right? We didn't know if those guys are asymptomatic. There's so many things. My general point, I will say to it, is I feel like, right, if you're negative, you're on the road, so not that I'm – you're thinking kind of about your family, your life. You're on the road, so you're already away from them. You're And like I said, you're negative, which is the key point. You're probably just thinking, let's play. Yeah. We're here. Why not? Mm-hmm. Not to mention – and I'm not trying to be like, oh, I actually didn't bring this clip up. I said to you, the, the post-game show on Saturday just was teeing off on the Mar- – the Phillies one was just teeing off on the Mars, and they used in their billboard on Sunday morning. So and I'm not – none of that's me trying to be like, be like, oh, so, you know, like, no. I'm just more po- trying to say that there's a human element to them playing. So I, I just don't think it, and I know maybe you should be speaking more to this than I do, depending on how you feel, <laughs> but because mm-hmm. obviously I probably sound like I'm just spewing BS right now as a Marlins yeah. fan, like, Oh, I wanted to play. And they won on Sunday. Like, right, like they didn't win on Sunday. I'm like, why the hell did you even take the field? Right. Like I, that's probably what I'm saying today, but I don't know. I just feel like it's, it's on baseball. The, like, right. This idea that they said, okay, 100 or uh, what they say 60 game season and yeah. there's in this 113 page document like outlining these new rules and, and what you said with the players association and everything working out they basically said hey if this is a circumstance where a couple people on your team have it but it's not enough to bring your team down it's up to you is that and you don't think that here? most of those guys that are professional baseball players are going to do it is, is that what it says that it, it's yeah. the discretion of the team mm-hmm well, that's a flaw from the. In the it, that's on baseball. That, that's that's on the that's on MLB. Absolutely right. If you if you're the MLB and if you see one of those players has a positive result, like it shouldn't be a gray area. It should be an, all right. They're positive. They need a quarantine. Like get out of town. Like stay away from the team. How is that? How should that be up to? How should that be up to you know the mark like that that gray area line of ju- making that judgment decision? Like yes, should they have played? Probably not. Okay, but why give them that? Yeah, it's not, don't leave it up to it, it's almost like this sounds horrible because you want to win like if you took ozzy your dog out on a leash right yeah. and you're, you go for a walk and you just decide to let go of it he's gonna <laughs> he's just gonna run right right he's, he doesn't know any better that's what he knows to do he knows to run that's what he's good at yeah right? exactly it's, you're the owner you're like you're the you're the commissioner of baseball like, you control you're the that. one holding the leash like exactly. you're the one that controls what happens on this walk yeah yeah exactly that's a great analogy um yeah, no, it, it's absolutely on MLB that they cannot they cannot leave that gray area up for teams, especially, you know, how competitive this is. And we've talked about in general, 60 games, every game means more. So each team's going to try to win that much more, you know. And I think what bothers me a little bit, I feel like I'm jumping back into this a little bit, but everyone that wants to play doctor now all of a sudden, first of all, you got the crowd that's completely inaccurate saying, well, they came from Miami. There's so many cases in Florida. I told you this would happen. It's like, I think we're even there for a week. Yeah. They, were, they were in Atlanta. Great. I know there's cases in Georgia. There's cases in Philly. There's cases, cases everywhere. everywhere. Exactly. Yeah. It's it, it, my dad would say, I love what he said. He's like, yeah, because there's no cases in Philadelphia. Like, you know, sarcastically, yeah. like, right? It's like, it's, it's, it makes no sense to me. And I think furthermore, when you look at, I don't think baseball is, is screwed. So I'm looking at the chat. So, so with, with Dark Sage comments, so I, I would, I would give him an F minus. That's actually an interesting question, though. What would you grade baseball and with this first week in general? probably a, a b minus c plus b minus. i was gonna probably say d or c minus but okay yeah, i want to give it an f just because like they're still up the, like if it crashed then i would have gave him an f because so, i mean nothing nothing bad really happened except for this situation obviously it's pretty obviously. bad it's pretty I mean, bad yeah, yeah it's, it's like oh you know nothing really happened in the apartment last night except we were robbed while we were gone like it's like okay <laughs> that's one thing but it's big <laughs> like yeah uh, no right? I, I, and I'm not trying to downplay it, but I think other than this, I mean, everything was was seemed to be fine. The quality of the game was there, yeah. The for quality sure. of the game was there, yeah. The only and, thing and that I, I will say was weird was, the, you know, the lack of fan noise and that type of yeah. deal. But besides that, I mean, that's what we expected and we knew coming into it. So 
Yeah, and, and I mean, I think when you when you break this down, it's when right you're you're on the bus, you're you're in the plane, you're you're high five and after the game, it's mm-hmm. that's where that stuff's gonna spread. In my opinion, right? I'm not a doctor. I'm not like I, my whatever you know. My opinion is that that's probably where it would happen. Yeah. And and I don't know, especially when you look at it, the Phillies can stay healthy. I think that's just so key. Um, I mean, hey, but, if, hey, did you see Anthony Rizzo last night? How he had a freaking a thing of a uh, uh, hand sanitizer in his back pocket, and the one he? player from uh, I forget who they were playing came up on first base and he gave it the Brewers, I think, to to do his hand. Hey, if we need to get to that point where we need to have a hand sanitizer dispenser at the corners, like so be it. That'd be I mean, so that'd be awesome. See, <laughs> you need to start pitching these ideas to Manfred. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. Maybe they'll listen to, to me, Loli Loli's. <laughs> yeah, and now let me let me ask you this. I, I know there's let's kind of get it to a local base for a second for fun. Mm-hmm. I understand people are upset, you know, about everything, and, and especially because right, the Yankees entire series got canceled or postponed, I should say. Mm-hmm. But I I just feel like it's and I'm probably I'm in this camp too, because I've like based in like, oh my god, the Marlins are playing well, no. But I don't know. I, I it just doesn't. Like I guess there's just so much to grab at this. Like I, I, I guess is it right because I'm a fan? So I'm like, because right part of me, I'm just sitting there. I'm like, wait a minute. Like two days ago, I thought we were like looking good. I mean, yeah. what's this? Can I actually ask you a question? I'm not trying to be that guy. What's it say about the Phillies though? Now I, you lose because how we, I'll, how I'll, we I'll went try, one and I said this. What's that? How we how what how we went one and two? Yeah, and I'm not trying to overreact at all, but. Mm-hmm. I, I, I guess I asked the question because I think to myself, when you, and you know this, cause think about this way, you play baseball and you've also worked a lot of jobs and you travel a lot for work. So picture you're at the end of like a week, like a legit week long road trip. Right. Yeah. And okay. So, and you can't do anything on this road trip, especially now with everything going on. And you're about to like, you're, you're about to come back and like, you're, you're drained mentally. And then you find out like a couple players on your team have this. And they're like, do you guys want to play? Like the easiest thing would have been just like, yeah, no, let's just get the hell out of here and go home. Mm-hmm. Right. And they're like, nah, like we'll stick around. Why not? We'll play. Then they go down for nothing because Bryce Harper hit the ball so hard. I'm pulling up the highlight right now. I was be- honestly, dude, when he hits a baseball, it's gorgeous. It is so beautiful. I, I mean, I'm saying that as an unbiased person, it is absolutely gorgeous watching him just hit the seams off a of baseball. It's, it's art. It, yes. Um, right. <laughs> But okay, yeah. So that point in the highlight, you say they go up three nothing, they go up four nothing, and then I, it, things just go berserk. Rojas hits the three run homer that we saw, and we're just rolling Marlins B roll earlier, and then you know Anderson hits the home run, Dickerson hits the home run, and, and the wheels kind of come flying off. But I guess my point, I'm not trying like to sit here and be like you know passive aggressively just as a Marlins fan, be like, mm-hmm. so this weekend, Zach, huh? Yeah. No, but it's not good. Like I said to Joe P, it reminds me if I was like a Phillies fan, as a Sixers fan, this reminds me when the Sixers never beat the Magic. Never beat the Hawks. Like, never beat those teams. Everyone's like, this makes no sense. I'm like, it doesn't, but that just means they're probably very not mentally focused. Yeah, I, I don't know if something's in the water in the city of Philadelphia or what it is, but it just seems like that's a trend across new, several Philly teams. Well, and, and it makes no sense because – and here's the thing. I know everyone kind of gets pissed off at me when we talk about these games, but every time these, those two teams play, I'm like, oh, I, I can't even talk. Whenever those two teams play, I always tell you guys, it's over. Mm-hmm. They're gonna, You guys are going to kill us. And, and, and everyone's like, okay, you always say it. I'm like, but that's because every other team they play, they get their ass kicked. Like, I, there's nothing they do besides when they show up here three times, you know, a season, you know, for those weekends or whatever, that they look okay. And then down there, obviously. But it's just, mm. I don't know. Let's, let's, let's almost back it up now to that point. So with baseball, what were your takeaways, right? Because that's my takeaway. The Phillies just seem like the same team. I, I really thought Joe Girardi was going to be the, like, that really mm-hmm. – like because I could see them being not mentally tough with – Guys like Franco, guys like Gabe Kapler managing them. Okay, but there's no, to me, okay, their bullpen's not great, but this is almost what annoys me now. It's like two weeks ago, everyone loved the Phillies lineup. I did. Mm-hmm. I, I really thought they were going to win the NL East, and they still might. Yep. But on the flip side, now everyone's like, oh, well, you know, their bullpen's really bad. It's like no one was talking about that two weeks ago. No one was like, oh, well, the Phillies are the worst bullpen in baseball. Now all of a sudden there's this tune of, oh, the Phillies don't have a bullpen. Are yeah. they – they're they're the takeaway for me this weekend. Them and the I mean the Red Sox. I just actually to me that confirms they suck. I didn't think they're. Yeah, I'm not too surprised with the Red Sox to be no, honest. No, but but, uh, but, but, but yeah. the Phillies, what are your, what's your what's your take on them? Yeah, the Phillies. I mean, it seems like they're still hungover from like the Gabe Kapler era, mm-hmm. you know, or like the Ryan Sandberg era, where yeah, your lineup looks okay, like your starting pitchers look okay, 
but no one can piece it all together like the same night. It seems like only one or two people show up on Monday, then maybe three people no show clue. up Tuesday, and then one person shows up Wednesday, and then like five will show up on one day all together. You know, you, you they blow their they, they go twelve runs in one night, and then the next two nights they score one run. It's like if there's no consistency from the lineup. The They're like a golf game. One one day it's your tee shot actually is working, and then the next day it's your mid game. Then one day it's your chipping and your short game. Yeah. And then your putting's okay, but there's never really a time where it all clicks together and you get that beautiful score. Right. Yeah. And and I'll say this. I think you know I that's definitely a good takeaway to have. Obviously, because if you look at the lineup, there's a lot of you know stud players on it. But I think it's a slight overreaction to go right away and be like, oh, well, the Phillies is this after three games, even though it's it's warranted, but I think it's a slight overreaction. Um, there's a lot – I'd say there's several new players in Joe Girardi, and they're still trying to get their stuff together, you know, dealing with the whole situation after having, you know, four four months away basically from the spring training. Um, you know, you got guys like, like Didi Gregorius and obviously McCutcheon who are really good I, – I think they're great teammates, great character guys. And oh, tie them with, with Girardi, I think they're going to – um, and obviously Bryce is the leader in the, in the clubhouse too. But I think if you get those guys together, rally the team around, I think they'll come around, but they've been notoriously s- slow starters as we've seen, obviously in the Marlins series, basically the start each season for the last several years. Um, but I mean, Hey, what's it say for the Marlins though, too? What's it say about the Marlins? Honestly, they, they have a lot of young talent, right? And, and for them to show up, take the series in Philly from a team that's supposed to be, you know, significantly better. says a lot for your guys. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, <laughs> The Marlins diagnosis is bizarre because it's like, well, now what? How, like, from what it, um, and Grant, there hasn't been a ton of names. I'm fixing my webcam here. There's, there haven't been a ton of names that have come out, but quite frankly, it looks like, it looks like most of them are like they're, they're good players. And then we, I'm not trying to be that guy, but it's like, who's good? Yeah. Like what? Yeah. Like, I don't know. So no, I hear you. So I, I, I'm hopeful that they can turn around. But like the chat saying about the bullpen, I mean that's oh, obviously so the backbone. True. That's yeah, that's extremely true, and that's like the backbone for any team who wants to make a postseason run. You got to have a bullpen. Oh, hundred percent. And it's interesting because, and you can see they're missing guys like you know Sir Anthony Dominguez with his arm. Mm-hmm. I guess he's eventually going to get Tommy Johns. That's been kind of bizarre. He's just been you know it's been like lingering on and on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, and then right, yeah, they cut three. Wait, so they got. I'm trying to think. It was yeah, we got Liriano. Uh, is it Nishak? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Trying to think who else. Although he was kind of all over the place. But he was all over great. Place, yeah. I mean, almost to that point, I'm like, they weren't all that great last year, and they thought they could just get away with getting worse. And then on the flip side, I'm sorry, is that money going to JT Real Muto? Right. I wonder if he's not playing well because of this whole thing. Because I actually say to Joe P, and I'm not trying to be like, oh, well, he played well for us. But like the thing is, where you saw he had bases loaded one out. I think he was up once or twice this weekend at different spots. Sure, he had that game where he had the two or what, what the three on homer, I think it was. Mm-hmm. But it's like he usually does that. He would always come up clutch, like guy on second, two outs, bang, single. And you're like, all right, let's go. Like, you know, like that, that's who he was. And I was like, you're getting, well, you're getting that guy. And well, I feel like the Phillies don't have that guy. And he's not being that guy, though, for you. Yeah. Well, well hey, Karen, let me ask you a question for your job or if you get a pat on the back or an attaboy or an extra little, little uh, bonus slid your way you're going to be happier and you're going to be more satisfied and willing to, you know, step up to the plate, you know, <laughs> um, for, for your, your company or whoever you're working for. Right. So obviously, oh, definitely, obviously that situation to me is probably affecting him a little bit. Um, you got to think, right. Cause you, I mean, you can't help but think in the back of your mind, like, where am I going to be next year? Right. Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah. You, you, you having job security and just happiness and being, being comfortable where you're at goes a long way no matter what your profession is so all right to that point let's talk about some 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 happiness and you know being comfortable the nfl right so uh we'll kind of spin it in i like how we didn't dance into this with the whole like everyone's talking about football's next like we all know that but yeah um all right but right training camp started um loosely with a lot of covid testing more than anything um but i would say probably the biggest news right zach in in a sense that's been dominating the headlines is you know the dozens of players that are opting i guess i don't think we've hit dozens yet there's 10 there's 10 yeah i was about to say we're close to a dozen um double digits uh, yeah of players that are and i'm sure the list will grow but opting out um you know for this season and i just saw devin bunches for the packers that's almost my receiver we have uh and no no no, i I don't mean that with a sarcastic tone no i totally respect everyone's decision i totally get it um from that perspective uh but yeah, so that's kind of that's where we are. Uh, so I guess Zach, you know, opening thoughts. Like, I'll kind of t- I'll walk in generically with you here. It's like, mm-hmm. what 
what's your excitement level? Cause mine's like not like usually I used to think like the last week of July, I'm like locked in. We always were texting during inside training camp live on NFL network yeah. and we can't stop. And this year it's, it's on, but I barely even, I really don't even care what anyone's saying. I like, it's just not real kind of yeah. like nothing feels real. I'm like numb to everything right now. It's weird. Like, like today I was trying to talk to myself and be like, Zach, fantasy football. We're like barely over a month away. I was checking when our draft was. I'm like ready to go. I'm like, oh, here oh, we go. Oh, it doesn't matter. But it's like it doesn't matter because it's like, well, is there going to even be a season? Like, are we going to play? Is this going to happen? Like, that's the problem. It's there's so much doubt. Yeah, and when you see the players, you know, kind of dropping like flies at this rate, you know, I respect the decisions, obviously. Um, but it's, it's disheartening to say the least for fans like us. So. Right, it's just not the same. Like, even if they do have a season, like, and I'm not trying to be greedy. I get the whole, well, just be thankful sports are back here. And it's like, I know that. Yeah. But I also love, like, seeing a full Lambeau field and seeing a full playoff game and, and of all of that. It's just not the same. Yeah, with a, with a contact sport like that, with baseball, you can get away with it without it, I think, a little bit. With a contact sport like football, where the crowd is so heavily that much more involved and rowdy, like oh it's, yeah, you'll notice a significant difference. I mean, hey, oh, you saw you watched the XFL, right? They barely had fans in the stands. How fun was that to watch? It's horrible for other reasons Bad. too, I guess. But you know, th- that was yeah, rough. That, yeah, yeah, they're not coming back, are they? No, they're done. They're I think they're bankrupt. <laughs> but um, but yeah, I mean. I'm hopeful that they can figure something out. I'm interested. I'm interested to see how the bubble leagues with the with the NBA and the NHL. I'm interested to see how you know contained and everything that is as far as if there's any coronavirus spikes or outbreaks or if anyone catches it there, you know. And you see how the MLB, MLB obviously we just talked about it. And I hope that doesn't relay in the NFL. So yeah, I mean we'll see. I mean so to that point, let's look at some football for a second. So mm-hmm. the players are opting out. I, I'm sure that landscape will change a little bit, but all right. While you were gone, right, Jamal Adams. I know you wanted. It's funny. I know you wanted to talk about that. Yeah. Um, so let's. And we you know, and we did a little bit before, right? When there were the rumors circling around, and you know, you heard my whole analogy about rims of the car and how you don't have to overpay. Yeah. Um, it's funny. I was about to be like, you, you want to go first, but I, I got to get something off my chest. Get it out there. Yeah, it's it's one of those days, isn't it? Um, <laughs> why is it? When the, it's these these players, I'm, I'm honestly kind of shocked that Darius Slay's not a Seahawk. Why is it these guys that want off – it's usually defensive players for whatever reason – but want off their current team and and they make a scene or, or for whatever reason they like – Like Jalen Ramsey. Yeah, 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 yeah. I thought he was going to go to the Seahawks. But even – it's funny. I thought the Rams are kind of the poor man Seahawks. Like they try to do it, but they just don't know how to juggle a budget and do it correctly. But <laughs> – but no, but right, I mean, like Jadavian Clowney didn't want to play Houston. And like you had like guys like DK, DK Metcalf who like slid in the draft because there were question marks. But of course, it goes to Seattle and all works out, right? Like mm-hmm. it's just everything works out. It's funny because Beltran even he had a great point. He was like, yeah, but they missed on their first round picks, which is so funny. Like they missed on like Penny, mm-hmm. you know. But then all of a sudden, it's like they, like it's it, it's funny how. And then, but then they get a guy like Bobby Wagner in the what, fifth round, I think it was when they got him back in the day, right? Should that Alexa? When was Bobby Wagner drafted? Was Richard Sherman later? Wasn't he a later pick? Oh, is that who it was? I thought I think, she, Alexa, when was Richard Sherman drafted? In the 2011 NFL draft, Richard Sherman was drafted in the fifth round. Oh, he was a fifth round. Very there good, go. Zach. There you go. Very thank nice. You. Thank you. Thank you. Look at that. Cleaning me up. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Lucky guess. <laughs> no, that was perfect. And so, all right, so it's that point. What? The, it all works out for them. And, and I guess that, and it's like, it's just like a microcosm of like how their games go. I feel like where they're down 27 to 23 and the Russell Wilson just finds he's running around and he throws across his body and Tyler Lockett's out wide open in an awkward spot on the field where no one's around. He just dashes into the end zone and they score. And it's like, woo, fun times in Seattle. Mm-hmm. Why? Yeah. Why? Why is it always like that for them? And I'm not even trying to whine. Like I, they got Josh Gordon, no shock. Like it's like, there's so many guys that they just take a flyer on. And I'm thinking like, and I'm not even like saying that like from like, Oh, the X is going to destroy their team. But I'm more just like, they always take the guys where it's like, Oh, well like there's question marks and it's never, there's no question marks there ever. Yeah. It's all it, good. It's like they have the inside scoop of the inside scoop that everyone else has. And they're like, it's, here, uh, drink this, drink the Kool-Aid. And everyone's just, they're in Like, it's yeah. like the same as new England kind of. I, I will say this though. I think the trade they made, like would they give up a first round for next year and a third round of next year. And then another first round the following year, I think it was. Yeah. So what was the collateral? I Jamal, think Jamal Adams. I know that I know that the draft picks, it was 
I think Jamal Adams, they got Jamal Adams in like the fourth round pick for this coming year, I believe it was. And then next for next year's draft, the Jets got their Seahawks first round, third round, and then the first round for the following year. So, oh, that's heist. And, and then they and then they got a, a defensive back. I forget who who it was. Oh, it was a yeah. McDougal, who's not bad. Right. Yeah, yeah. He's not. So no. I mean, if, if you ask if you ask me, um I the Jets got a good deal, and I personally think because of that deal, you'll see the Seahawks, which I already kind of think they're going to start faltering a little bit. You're going to see them falter sooner. In like than three years? Think. Yeah, but it's going to be even – I think it's going to even be sooner. And I think it might start this year, to be honest, and I think I, – I know I've been saying that. I know the Seahawks have the magic ring around. Dude, them, I was but. about to say, man, you, I think you got to get off that bus because I was – I saw you on there. I was like, hey, Zach. And then, like, you looked – I think you turned around. I was like, dude, we got to get off. And I, I jumped off. And because <laughs> they just – like, that's what I'm saying. I'm done. Not expecting them to not be good. They're always good. They always find a way to be good. I can't. It's like I can't take it. Yeah. No. No. And I. I feel you for sure. I just think that division is going to. It's slowly starting to creep up to them. I, I like. I like the chat. I like the question in the chat. Oh, which what team NFL would, team would take the biggest hit if their key players opted out? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I don't. It's. It's tough because it's like, well, which player? You know what I mean? Like it's because if okay well the Packers lose Aaron Rodgers that's not good Packers lose Devin Funches all right we'll be all right 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 you lose Daniel Jones you're not smiling so I guess if you define Um, key players I mean I would think the Cowboys would be devastated if they lost their key players I mean let's and here you go you can keep Dak in that but if they lost Zeke if they lost Cooper CD Lamb and maybe one or two defensive players let me spin it to you this way. Mm-hmm. I got an idea because it, I think I, I, I like, I like the question. Yeah. What if I said it this way, name a team that can't lose X or they're probably really screwed. Mm-hmm. And, and I'll even furthermore, it could be a head coach. Oh, so you can anything you want. Cause Hey, they could be, you know, out with COVID. Sean Payton had it. If they lose this player. Oh, I guess we're talking, you know, I'm talking about, I'm thinking like we have COVID. All right. We're talking about opt-outs. So I'm sorry. I kind of lost myself there for a yeah. second. It's been a day. It's been a day. Oh, uh, all right, we're talking about opt-outs. Uh, I mean, we could probably say the Seahawks, wait, right? Yeah. I, I guess to that, that point, <laughs> if they okay, lost Russell still, Wilson, if he opted out, that's a really good one, dude, because I think he makes so much happen. Yeah. He's like, such like a we've good seen, leader. Yeah. Like we've seen and talked about a lot is how many times in the fourth quarter he leads the comeback. And it's, you know, do you know who their backup quarterback is? No, I do not. I don't even have to ask Alexa for this. Oh, one. you know? Oh, oh, wait. Oh, is it Jake? No, no. Hey, go ahead. What were you going to say? What were you going to say? No, I'm, I'm wrong. I know. I'm say wrong. it, say it, say it. I was going to say Jacob Eason, but he's on the Oh, course. well, I was going to say yeah. the, the Judd noise got me thinking something. Judd. So I'll give you a hint. I guess we won't dilly dally with it, but they played on the Giants. They played on the Giants. They did. That's not what they're known. I'll say they played for both New York teams. Wait, is it Davis Webb? No, but I think he he was his teammate with Davis Webb for a cup of coffee with the GMAT, I'm pretty sure. No, it's uh it's what's his name? It's uh don't oh Josh Johnson. No, you're you're close. West Virginia quarterback. West Virginia quarterback. All right, I give I give Gino up. Smith. Oh ooh. <laughs> so yeah, you can't that's, lose that's Russell things. Wilson. That's things, yeah. Well, I, I see I for I blocked the Geno Smith. Debacle so far out of my. You blocked that number out I of your phone. Blocked it out. I'm limit it again. Oh. Hey, you got to do it. Um, yeah. yeah, you can't. I'm pretty sure he still is their backup, but you can't do that. Yeah, so I think for him, if if, if Russell Wilson opted out, I think that would be devastating for the Seahawks. They'd be done. They would <laughs> They'd go from so being like a ten and six team to being. That's a. I think that's the answer. Four and twelve. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think. All right, let me think for a second. Um, yeah, what's another squad? I mean. Obviously, Rogers a little, but I, I, I think you can. I'm not trying to be like that guy and like just try to push it in there. But I'm like, that's why I got you in love. Yeah, no, like it's, you're, you're right. At least because because it's a two part type of question. Because you got to think about the depth on the other end. You got to mm. think about the value, and then where does it drop? Like who basically has such a valuable person and no one behind him that like can pick it up? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I think you have to lie like lay on the quarterback position because mm-hmm. ultimately, like, especially now, this is where it comes to uh, fruition. Where well, it's the most important position yeah. in sports. So, um, like, here you go. I'm on the bus, and as we've talked about, that Brady is not gonna is is, is not the Brady if he used to be. But if the Bucks lost him and had to throw Mike Glennon in, is that their backup? Pretty sure it's it's Glennon. Yeah, Alexa, who's the backup quarterback for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? 
Blaine Gabbert. Oh, Blaine Gabbert. I get those two. They're, they're basically the same player, so I always get them. Yeah, I was saying it's worse. <laughs> yeah, I think that is worse. worse. So, um, yeah, there you go. That, that's another team. By the way, so I also saw, I don't know how much truth there is to this, but I, I want you to chill on this for a second with the little mm. football chatter. Apparently, um, well, actually, no, let me ask you one thing real quick because I, I had to like get all dramatic there. Yeah. But no, there's there's something that, because I, I just don't want to lose it before we move on probably like into further football circuits. But well, one more point about the Jamal Adams thing I want to see. So I actually saw this tweet from Rapport, and he said uh, that the tense relationship between the Jets and Jamal Adams began to crumble when he reached out to Cowboys players during the trade deadline in an effort to convince Dallas's brass to deal for him. Uh, like, like, good God, obviously, then, you know, landed him in Seattle, but it's just like, wow. I don't blame the Jets. Be, like, I, I agree. When he was talking about the owner, like, it was, it reminded me of George Costanza trying to get fired, like, get himself fired in, in Seinfeld. He was doing everything he could. He just couldn't get fired. But that's what it felt like with Jamal Adams and the, and the Jets. Yeah, and I, I almost I almost wonder because if you you would think if that was if it was that bad the Jets would be like all right well we just need to get out get him out of here and get rid of him for you know trade him for for dirt but instead they were like no you know we're gonna make this torture for him and keep him here as long as he wants and we're gonna be very picky and you're gonna give us your whole house for us to get for the trade I think Joe Douglas is a great GM I, I think, think I thought it was a good trade I thought it was a great tra- I think it's the best trade the Jets have made in the last decade and, and, and furthermore I think. From what I read, he had a lot of pull in some of the really good guys that the Eagles had brought in when they made those runs and had a lot of input on drafting and, and some of the free agent moves. So I think the Jets got a winner off that tree. I thought, I mean, I really thought, you know, what the Eagles have been building over the last few years has been really strong. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, I just think that he ran a real nice draft board for them the last few years. And you, you're seeing it, right? You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know. I, yeah, I just, well, with, with all these draft picks they got, he has the the formula. He has it's laid out for him. So and, I don't know how good they're gonna be this year. There, I think. What's they're, that? They're not. Is there a chance they make the playoffs? The Jets? No, no way. Nope, no way. In my opinion, no way. No way, really. All right, no way. They're not winning more than six games, in my opinion. That's okay. I'm I, I'm not a Sam Darnold fan. I don't I don't have faith in Sam Darnold. Uh, Le'Veon Bell jipped me in fantasy last year, so I'm not sure what to expect. I'm not an him. Adam Gase guy. And Adam Gase in general. I don't think he's a great players coach or anything. No, like that. he's he's I don't know. He's like the it's like if you go down to like Florida and like the what the water's a little like makes you kind of sick after drinking it. It's like that's <laughs> yeah, it's kind of Adam Gase. Like you'd think it's great. Oh, tropical water, this will probably be an oasis. And it's just like, no, it's just warm tap water in the pipes that's kind of gross. Like yeah, that's right. Exactly, That's, and obviously this trade made their defense weaker than what it already was. So for that, this season, for okay. this season, that's the thing. If I said to you, "Hey Zach, did the Jets suck last year?" What would you say? Well, didn't they go six and ten or five and eleven? Yeah. So I mean, so I would say they sucked. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just saying, yeah. don't overthink it. They sucked. Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> so at that point, it's well, Jamal Adams was on the team last year, and that's kind of sure. goes back to the rims of the car. If the car is not running, yeah. I don't give a damn how good the rims look. If the engine sucks, what are you supposed to do? Yeah, that's a good point. That's so, a very good point. And and then I always find these types of moves interesting because I, especially with secondary guys, because I I, I like to think that a lot of these guys are a, a and when I say it's gonna sound like an insult to defensive backs, I don't mean it to be, but I think they probably more than maybe they're like, actually got it. They rely on a good pass rush just as much as a wide receiver relies on a good quarterback. Oh yeah. Like a, a wide receiver can't do anything. If the quarterback's not going to get the ball in the right spot or the right time, just like you can cover some, you can't cover them for 15 seconds. Right. So like if there's right, if, if, if there's no pass rush. So I guess I'm not saying like, Oh, the jets have some good pass. That was rush. Janoris Jenkins excuse every game last year. So don't so worry. Really? Yeah. Who is he guarding in that Packers game? It wasn't, it wasn't Devonte Adams. No, because for some reason we had Grant Haley on Devontae half the time, which I was Weird. like, what? That's, but, that's that's Patty for you. But yeah. but no, but you know what I'm saying with this? It's like how I, – I feel like I always harp on this, like how value can you be? But like I, I, I came to this realization about five or six years ago at the Flyers when people were upset that they were getting rid of like Wayne Simmons and like you know, a couple of years ago, right? And I was just like, I love him, but they, they're not winning. They haven't won a playoff series with any of them. So you don't – you don't owe me anything so it's just kind of this this idea 
we like I think we like looking at things from a fantasy perspective, uh, a Madden perspective, like, oh, you're a 98 overall. Now you're on my team. So my team automatically goes up just like in fantasy. Oh, well, you're projected to get 18 points. You said this guy getting 10. So now my team goes up. Like, I think there's right. There's some a commonality in, in that because you see so many times these trades happen. Look at Golden. Like, I, I almost I'm not trying to pick on Philadelphia sports tonight. I don't know why I feel like I am. But I look at Golden Tate with the Eagles, for example. That didn't. Wasn't bad. It just, I mean, Grant had that. Like, I'll always love him for making that touchdown against the um, the Bears to, to win that game, that playoff game. Oh my God! Like, so he'll forever be in my heart in an Eagles jersey, and I love him for that. I've never cheered harder in my entire life than the Eagles. Zach, by the way, for that game. Really? It, it, I was watching it like it was a Packers game. I hate that that, that Bears. And I hate them. But anyway, um, as I like ramble on, uh, no, I, I I just think that uh, I don't know. It's just I, I'm rambling here. You take because I, I just feel like there's. It's just maybe we're making this more than what it actually is because of like the other parts that have to go into this. No, yeah, no, you're right. Absolutely. I mean, every in every factor of life, no matter what it is, I mean, the pen complements the paper, right? So like yeah. every there's always a complementary factor. And that's a great point that you bring up. Because for example, and I'll bring up the Janoris Jenkins thing again. I mean, he's probably like now, he's probably a C plus B minus cornerback, you know, maybe. Um but we had no pressure on quarterbacks last year. So he would get eaten, up, eaten alive every game because like you said, there was no rush. So there was, you know, 15, 20 seconds for the guy to get rid of the ball. No one can cover someone for that, that length of time. Um, whereas if you had someone, you know, a quarterback under pressure, yeah, it's going to be a lot easier for you to defend someone because you're only guarding him for five, six, seven seconds. So yeah, you're exactly right with what you're saying. It's, it's complimentary and the jets. Yeah. <laughs> all around last year was awful. I mean, the Seahawks should have a better rush. So. We'll see, but well, it's funny. Let's talk about we'll see. I, I, I gotta pick your brain about something. First Ooh. of all, awesome story, awesome story. Alex Smith. Ooh, I mean, did you yeah. did you ever see that E60? You know, I didn't because I thought it'd be too gruesome, gruesome Dude, for me. What, no, <laughs> go watch it. Yeah, I feel, you and Nina would. Really, I'm telling you, you guys would watch that. It would be something like you guys would be like Jesus Christ. Like, but yeah. it's it's a good like a good one. Okay. Um, and and especially kind of once I feel bad not to be like, well, Zach, you didn't see what he went through, so you're not gonna really understand this. But yeah. no, right? Okay. No, I. You're did, gonna no. once you watch that, and I recommend anyone in the audience to watch it. it like he, this dude went to hell and back, mm-hmm. and and honestly, I was actually thinking about the other, like, sorry, you know, I was telling you how I cut my leg, and there's bugs flying on it, there's dirt on it, you know, my like leg as I slid in, you know, whatever. And I was thinking to myself a little bit, that's kind of what happened to him. He had like dirt in his leg and he somehow got infected and you'll see the whole thing. It's wild, yeah. but, but all right. So I, I'm sitting here with the quote up and I'm not even like reading or discussing it, but all right. Right. So he had the green light to practice, get contact. Um, and you know, like I said, he never knew he'd hear those words. He thought he was going to lose his leg. Yeah. Let I alone mean, be able to play football, a uh, full blown contact. Sport. Watch. And you know, I almost hate myself for saying this. I almost want to table asking you about this because I almost need you to see like, cause the other element of this is when you watch that, you kind of remember dude, the, the Redskins were six and three. Beat the yeah. hell out of the Packers in Washington that like earlier that season. I think it was week it was week four game. Listen, I'm an Alex Smith fan. I don't care if people think he's a game manager or whatever. I mean, that's kind of what a quarterback is a part of their and a part of their job responsibility description. So Alex Dude, Smith, I pitcher, think, is a great quarterback. He's a pitcher that gives up three runs a game, but you should you should score more than that if you're a good baseball team, kind of a thing, right? Like if he if that's all he like if and he's going like let's say he's going seven innings, giving up three. Mm-hmm. Like you should be able to get four runs to get your setup and closer out. Like Simply, that's kind of like, like that's a solid pitcher and or quarterback in this case. And yeah, I mean, I know we talked about Dwayne Haskins before and all this and have a short leash if that's good or bad for him, whatever. Hey, if Alex Smith's hat's back, I'm I'll tell you, I give Ron Rivera. I don't know if they're doing this. I have no idea, but I'll tell you this much: if they can kind of, especially get away with the virtual offseason, essentially, if they can kind of finagle sneaking Alex Smith back in the fold, and they think Dwayne Haskins blows. <laughs> They could, they could be like, well, I mean, we were intending on starting him and like, we believe in him, but like, you know, it's Alex Smith and like, you can't go no on this story. And then they're like, do you want him? You want like a second round pick? Like first round pick? Like, yeah. <laughs> they, they could, they like it, they could basically disguise him sucking with Alex Smith coming back. Hey, Alex Smith would do, would do way better uh, with the Chicago Bears. And he'll be great for Dwayne Haskins <laughs> ear because I don't think he was around at all last year. Right? No, I don't think so. so I don't think he was, yeah. So. This will be, this will be, all right. So can I ask, all right. I'm going to ask you probably the question. Now yeah. and then after you watch the documentary, but yeah, yeah. what are your thoughts on the Redskins? If he comes back, I'm going to just go all the way in the, in a, in a rooting for him sense, right? Like let's say he comes back mm-hmm. and is, is himself again. 
Like what, I, they're what, better than they're better. And off they got than Ron having, Rivera. Yeah, they're better. And off. they got that defense. Or the and they kind of changed. They they they've really scrubbed the culture this year. And I'm not saying because they changed their name. I I mean obviously that's part of it. But I just yeah. you know what I mean like they went on a deep cult like a, a culture scrub like this. <laughs> It's almost like they're, they're, they've been getting cleaned out just as much as a building with COVID. So it's like, you know, they, they didn't get into the, the, the full scrub. Um, are you scared of them? I'm not not scared. scared. You know what I mean? Scared, like, do you but, know? but they're better than the Redskins with Dwayne Haskins, in my opinion. Okay, but that doesn't – all right, that's, I hate that answer because that doesn't help me. That's like me saying, like, oh, like, am I drying – like, how, how hard is it raining? You're like, well, you're going to get wetter out there if you step outside than if you stay inside. Like, <laughs> I know that, but is it pouring? Is it spinning? Like, we're – where are they like in the spectrum if they have Alex Smith? Like, are they a playoff team? Are they a team that might win the division? Or am I over jumping? Because, dude, you got me on the Ron Rivera Kool Aid hard. Listen, I, I, I really like Ron Rivera. I really do. My thing is, is that offensive line, they have a solid, a solid offensive line. Okay. Running backs, I mean, they got Adrian Peterson and Darius Geis, obviously, if Geis can stay healthy. Chris Thompson, who, you know, always gets six points a week in fantasy because he gets like three and a half screen passes. Yeah, exactly. Um, my only thing is, yeah, they have Scary Terry in the wide receiving group, but who else do they have besides him? And they don't have a tight end, I don't yeah. think, anymore. Um, defensive they, line, they're going to have pressure. I want to look and see. They're going to be one of those teams that – excuse me, if the quarterback play is there, regardless who it is, as long as that quarterback has time, it might not matter who your receivers are. We saw that with the Eagles last year, right? Yeah, I mean – So it's... I could be underselling them a little bit. Um I don't know if they're a playoff team, but I would think they could be nipping at the heels. It's so hard to tell. Now, let me yeah. spin it to you this way. Do you think that um, the Raiders are good? Sorry, I was like looking down my like, – because I, I was just looking at like the guy, like the reasons why I think they're going to be good. Uh, the Raiders? No, I, I personally am not – I'm not sold on the Raiders at all. Never, so you think, do you think John while. Gruden is like um, – What's a car that you would say you're a car guy? I'll I'll, yeah. I'll I'll do like a Mad Lib analogy here for you. What's like a car that people pay? I'll, I, actually, I'll say maybe a Jaguar. Like you pay the money, but it's just kind of like you just it's always in the shop. I feel like that would probably be or like it's just not maybe a labor race. It's just not as good of a car. Like it sounds sexy. You get it. Aaron's like yeah, and then like you get it, and you're like uh. Personally, for me. Yeah. Tesla, a Tesla. I've been there you go. That's actually, that's perfect. Yeah. I, I, they, you know, they get all the hype, all this, blah, 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 but you get in it and you sit in the car and it's, it's Dude, cheaply that's made. so perfect. John Gruden's a Tesla. Yeah. <laughs> he, it's sexy to look at. It's yeah. fun. Mm-hmm. Everything about it's enjoyable. Yep. Stop and think about it. What are you actually getting as a consumer? Like, oh, what can this car do that other cars can't do besides the fact yeah. that it has its trunk in the front and its ass in the back? Right? It's like, like yeah. whatever, the, you know, the thing. I don't know. I just yeah, the trunk's in the front. Yeah, but, yeah. Right? I, but I don't know. I just think that that's perfect. Yeah. And, and yeah. And, and to be honest with you, from what I experienced, I rode in a car and drove one of them before briefly. And how like, was it, by the way? <sighs> Listen, as a car guy, I need to hear noise. I need to hear noise, and the fact that you don't hear anything just like bothers me. Like literally nothing. You don't hear anything at all. Like you put your foot on the accelerator, and it just like you just go. It's like you're driving in an arcade like game, or just like mm, yeah. Just, and then, just and then when you lift off, I might can't call it a gas pedal, the accelerator. Like it basically breaks itself. So it's like if you lift completely off, the car goes like this. Like it like nose dies because it's like Oh, that's down. so I don't like any of that. It's weird. Yeah, I don't like it at that's all. That's kind of John like, Gruden a little bit, a little funky. How yeah, we doing trust all funky. 2K, by the way? We got we got hey, the chat war rolling. That's right. Yeah, we're talking about uh, a little NFL football and, and and if the Raiders will be good. Um the, I didn't, here's here's my thing. Here's something that I don't really like at all. Is so they have Derek Carr, right? He's supposed to be their golden boy. Okay. They bring in Marcus Mariota. So what's that say? Like to me, whenever I whenever I see a team, and this is like the Bears. So whenever I see a team that has like two starter capable type quarterbacks, it kind of makes me think like you don't even know your identity. Like it's it I think it's a classic a saying that, that John Madden once said: if you have um, if you have no or you have two quarterbacks, you have no quarterbacks. Still, you got some Giants love in there in the chat for you. They're like, hey, there we go. I love it. Yeah, you can give a little. There you go. Yeah. yeah. Um, Let's actually spin it to them for a second. Oh, boy. Would you rather lose – this is a wild question. Oh, I'm ready. <laughs> wild so question that literally just came to my mind, like, on the spot. Can I actually – this won't be a show for street, but this is a good warm-up for you. Hey, let's do it. Um, would you rather mm. have Saquon opt out or Daniel Jones? Oh, no. 
And you know, like, because you got to think about all the picture in this. Honestly, probably Saquon because here's here's my reasons why. If he opts out, hey, he's not getting hurt. He's staying healthy. He's in the gym working hard. Daniel Jones, right? Daniel Jones. I need him. I need him to play because he needs to get more reps, more comfortable under the under the pocket, fine tune all that. Blah blah blah. Whatever. I mean, we got Deion Lewis. Yeah, he's nothing like, like he's nothing special. But we got Deion Lewis and Wayne Gallman showed a little bit of flash during Saquon's absence. So we can still make something work. But I need Daniel Jones to get reps and seat time behind behind center. So and yeah, trust on two K had a good point with you know yeah you got yeah he's got Wayne Gallman there. Yeah, yeah, you guys are bad. No, I mean, there, I mean not nearly as good as the Saquon, obviously in the backfield. But I just would like to have my starting quarterback who's young. Colt McCoy would be right. Year. Would be you know yeah. running Cole. the show. Which, I, which personally, I, I'd be all right with, but I would just stop, from like, stop, 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 stop. All right. From a that's longevity that's perspective. Not, Zachary, that's July. Long, stop it. Stop. I, I know. That's I'm, July football, Zach. I know. That's, you are, don't listen to July, Zach. He's the, July Kieran and July, Zach are not the people we want to be hanging yeah. out with. Well, what because I'm saying is, is that's, that's how you know it's been a long off season with when you're talking about you're okay with Colt McCoy. Well, no, no. All right. Listen. No, 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 no. I know what you listen. mean, but you should be texting me suicidal things if he's out there. Like that's well, of course. I'm not saying I'd be, I want him to be out there. I'm just saying in this situation, like with Colt McCoy, I would be fine with him out there if it had to be that way. If, if Daniel Jones opted out, but I, I, I need I, Daniel Jones out there from a long term perspective. I'm getting deep in the woods. You rather would you rather have Colt McCoy or Mike Lennon? Colt McCoy. Really? Yeah. I, I actually have no idea. It's like well, well, no, shot when, when, I have no idea. <laughs> when, when McCoy played that little bit of time he did, I think it was last year for the, the Washington football team. Um, he, uh, he, uh, he did fairly well, I think. Not when I say well, meaning like he wasn't like, it wasn't like a disaster. Right. So, and I, I agree. I think he kind of is a, you, you walk into the story, you're like, I, I, I'm sorry, I, I paid too much for this Alex Smith. I actually didn't want this version. Can I downgrade to the model below? I'm like, yeah, you want a Colt McCoy? I'm like, yeah, yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, like, yeah, that's a good analogy. Yeah. Game manager isn't going to just, he isn't going to be a Deshaun Kaiser where he throws like nine picks a game. That was fun. Yeah. Uh, right. But no, I yeah. think, uh, no, nah, I like that. I like that question. That was good. Yeah. Yeah. Makes I like that. It was a little giant segment there. I love um, that. All right. But you want to jump in a little show for a street? Oh, yeah, yeah, let's do it. Yeah, so we're going to – how about we continue some football talk, Karen? Yeah. So, so I didn't load these highlights in, damn it, but that's all right. Oh, that's all right. So, Everson Griffin going to Green Bay, division rival Green Bay. This is going to be monumental. This will be – man. This is going to be monumental for that division and the Packers this coming season. Woo, I can't even whistle. Like, my mouth's dry. I'm, like, trying to whistle. Like, clear on. <laughs> There it is. That's that's still go. pretty bad, dude. I'll never forget early bird special. By the way, CFS <laughs> that side track. No, I was legal. I'm like, and Rudd, who's the basketball, he's like, that's not whistling. I was like, I'm making a noise. <laughs> <laughs> so bad. I remember. I hated. Remember, there's a there's always those early bird specials that you suck at. Oh, but yeah. I wanted 25, 50, 70 yard. I'm in for those. But it was mm-hmm. like uh, the whistling one. I couldn't do. Uh, there was one other one I could never do. Um, yeah, I forget. There's oh my god, there's two. I remember just thinking like I'm not even gonna do it. <laughs> he was like shoving Marsh like the the chubby bunny thing. Oh, I don't remember. That was tough. Yes. Yeah, all right. Look, at least you know. Yeah, we have the chat agrees. You can't. You know. All right. Not everyone can whistle. <laughs> um. All right. Let's let's get back in it. To, to, <laughs> yeah. So ever so Everson, Street. So so Everson Griffin now. The right. Yeah. Is, besides is gonna, me, like just well, like looking like the Philly <laughs> fanatic blowing like like. Oh, you're good. Yeah. All right. So is going to set. The Packers up and or you know be a huge X factor for the fact for the Packers this year. So you know what the funny thing is, hmm. it's it's kind of reversed okay. in the sense that I'm I'm actually thinking at it from a from a professional standpoint. I like it more than I probably would do is like as a like so professionally. I would say I think it's actually a really good move for them because the biggest area i think from both sides of the ball they need help on the def- like interior defensive line they can, they need someone else besides like kenny clark's a stud i think he's a top 5 defensive lineman in the nfl i'm not just saying to be biased yeah but he it doesn't help anyone when he's getting doubled every week right so like if you get right you got the smith so think of it this way right you run a 3 4 you can have those two up there with like dean lowry maybe 
And then all of a sudden you got the Smith brothers and Kirksby in the middle, right? Like as, as you're four. And then I'm trying to think you could add as like, eh, you, you'll have a little linebacker battle for, for the fifth spot. Cause you know, Blake's not there anymore, but, but no, I mean, right. Like it's, I think it would work. I think we give them depth now on the, on the fan side, I actually agree with all that too, but, but I would also add the, the counter. It's just like, I don't know. He kind of dipped off a little bit last year. Um, how, how old is he now? Cause isn't he, he's Alexa, older, right? How old is Everson Griffin? Everson Griffin is 32. Years old. 32. Okay. So you're looking at him to get blows. Yeah. It's from Avondale, Arizona, by the way. Fun fact. There. Yeah, there you go. So if you're ever in the area, um, but uh, I, so I think that if you compare him up with Clark on the inside, let him just kind of have fun in there. Mm-hmm. And they're like, look, you're in your twilight years. We're trying to win a ring. Like, do you want to just like line up in there and just go crazy? Like that's, that's the end game of your Packers fan. But I could also see them spending the money and then he's just not that good. Like, I, so I don't know. But personally, I, I, he put a lot of miles on in Minnesota. Yeah, but I, I personally, I don't know. I, I like I like that, though, because like you said, it kind of diversifies your strengths across the line instead of just having that one person um, kind of get doubled. So I think it's going to benefit not only – I think I think Griffin will, will pay off for you, but I think it's also going to help the other players on your, on your defense, too, as you mentioned. So so my buddy John Mayer, it's funny. I, mean, I love how I got a friend, John Mayer, and a, a friend like John Chris Mayer. Brown. Yeah, so, John, so my buddy John Mayer is a Packers fan, and we were talking about it a little bit this afternoon. I was saying – you know, like, what are your thoughts? And, and he had a great point. Yeah, me, him, and Beltran and, and Josh's cousins, a Packers fan, too, so we're all in a group chat together. It's fun. Mm. And, 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 and John had a great point. And he was saying, how much of this is the Packers actually interested in them? And how much – because he also saw the tail end of, like, the Rappaport uh, tweet this week when he mentioned that, was that the Vikings are still interested in signing them. Like, we did this with um, Kyle Fuller with the Bears. Like, yeah. How much of this is like, wait, they want him? Like, crap, we got to sign him, we got to sign him, we got to sign him. Like, you know, I'm not trying to, like, hype up the Packers in that way. Like, oh, because they want No, him. hey, it's good strategy. It's good, good But uh, the Vikings might be like, well, first of all, we just lost. I forget who the defensive tackle was. They just opted out for them um, that they signed a free agency. But well, they lost Linville, Linville Joseph to the uh, Chargers. Yeah, so he's gone, too. So they need some help up front a little bit. So mm-hmm. they're probably – so if anything, I could see the Packers just, like, like kind of because the, yeah, the Vikings are a little financially ways. like pinched right now, so they're just like doot, doot, like hey, just to kind of. That's a part of the game. Be. So I, that's actually, I feel like if I was a betting man, I would say that more than likely that's what, what it is. Well, I think I think the they Packers, still got a solid player, and then that's like the cherry on top. And, and I feel like the Packers, the way they run, deep, like their 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 off seasons, mm-hmm. right? Don't you kind of they remind you of like the people that like the girl that. Like, that like you never saw any guys like trying to pick her up or like even if they did like she kind of just like pushed them away but then somehow like she's like oh yeah like my boyfriend she's like the, the girl like, like this guy goes to another school and you're just kind of like wait you're dating someone yeah right like you're dating so i had no idea i just see you push these guys away like i know like you know like that's what they do with their signings it's just like oh boom preston smith boom zedaria smith adrian amos like and it was just like there were no rumors i'm not kidding i was actually saying this on our one group chat i was saying i've never seen them Oh, it was, it was in the same one. I was saying, I've never seen them rumor to get someone and actually get them. Yeah. Ever. True. They never do it. They always are mid, like midnight express, like in the middle of the night getting it. Yeah. It's kind of like, hey, you up. They get Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Even like Martellus Bet, I wasn't seeing that coming. Devin Funches, I wasn't seeing that coming. Like, there, every Jimmy Graham was out there like, too. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, I mean so, hey, you know. So, yeah, all right. But let me, let me flip around for you, all right? Because, you know, I could just sit here and just be like, the Packers off. Like, put us oh, on. the same way with the Giants. So don't worry. I know. I know. I can't wait. I can't wait. We have to almost, like, go to, like, do a therapy session where it's like, all right, Zach, you can't talk about the Packers and Giants. There's 30 other, you know, there's 30 yeah, other teams out 30 there. 30 other teams. Um, but, but, all right, to that point, let's let's move into you know, a, little, a, little, a little scrapper. Um, okay. Mike Tyson, your boy. You love Mike Tyson. I, I I've learned this over, like, you know, when we're talking about the show, we're talking about the itinerary. Like, mm-hmm. the, I, you definitely dropped some Mike Tyson. Oh, by the way, you know, it's my, like, the minute you said, by the way, I said, is there anything you want to close the show with? And you said, it's Mike Tyson's birthday. I was like, oh, yeah, he's got, like, <laughs> he's in, he's right there in the heart. Like, he's right there. For yeah, that's so, right. Guys, so you, I'll let you kind of walk this in, though, because, right, he's, he agreed to do another fight. And then, you know, yeah, like, it, I, it, I'm, not, like, I'm not as much into the whole, you know, yeah. fighting so, circuits as well, but, but, you know, yeah, please, by all means, explain yeah, this to me for sure. So obviously, so over the last couple of months, Mike Tyson there was trying has been trying to get back in the fighting game, and there were rumors about him trying to, you know, 
either start his own bare knuckle fighting association or, you know, get back in the boxing ring. So instead, now on September 12th, Saturday night, he is fighting Roy Jones Jr., who was another famed boxer um, slightly after the Tyson years, I would say. Uh, Mike Tyson is 54. Roy Jones Jr. is 51. 54? Yeah, fifty four. Yeah, and Roy Jones Jr.'s uh, fifty one. So it's gonna be an eight round exhibition match. It's like Mermaid Man and Barnacle Boy and SpongeBob here. Yeah. So, so here's the deal, and and to add to that, so yeah. All right. So to why that? So, and to add professionally. To, yeah. So well, professionally, I think it's kind of opposite. So professionally, I would say, yeah, this is a this is a joke. It's gonna be a snooze fest. You know, who it's gonna be on pay per view sure so who who's gonna pay to watch two washed up you know you know famous uh notorious boxers pay-per-view i'm sure it's i I don't know for a fact i know i would have to i would have to think it would be um and and to add to it yeah to add to it they have nate robinson nate robinson the basketball player is gonna fight jake paul which do you know who jake paul is he's like a youtube he's like a youtube star then he that's the guy yeah, I mean, he, Zach, I swear to God, I was about to say to you, I, I, that's not the, the YouTuber. I thought his name was Logan Paul. But Logan. I could be wrong. I honestly, I could be wrong. Yeah, I think it's... It could be... I could, well, I'm let's, just, let's look it up. Let's look it up real quick. I'm, yeah, I don't even no, know. No, no, Logan... Yeah, it is Logan Paul, but I don't know why when I looked up the fight, it said Jake Paul. Oh, please tell me he's fighting the YouTube Wait, guy. Wait, Jake, he Jake can't Paul. Be, dude, that guy... You're talking about the idiot They're that brothers. was like running through the woods in Japan, the Suicide Forest? They're brothers. I, I don't, I'm not too sure, honestly. Oh, okay, so. so he's fighting his brother? Yeah, so I guess. Well, they were both YouTube. They're both on YouTube, apparently. Okay, so, all right, all right. So that's it. Okay, all right. So look at yeah. that, the clarity. So you got Nate Robinson. Look at that. We just solved that mystery together. That's yeah, right. That's for you. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, so a little we got, action. Yeah, so um, we got – and then the, the co-main event is Nate Robinson versus Jake Paul. So – You can sign up for that. Yeah, so, I mean, my professional take would be this is a waste of time um you're just going to be you know it's just there's just people trying to, to make money and to, to get, put something on tv for people to watch during the pandemic <laughs> but off the show i mean i'm excited to be personally honest with you <laughs> and when is this <laughs> september 12th it's a saturday night Ooh, and the premier league comes back on saturday football oh. begun oh yeah there this is fun so i yeah i mean i don't know i think i, I think it could be fun i mean roy jones isn't necessarily the most powerful guy but he's elusive and he's quick well, yeah, Tyson, who's well, according to our videos that we've seen and from what we've seen 30 years ago, is he's fast and powerful. But yeah, who knows? I mean, we've seen he's this before. To him. Yeah, we've seen this before where you try to where you see a uh, an older veteran uh, athlete try to play their sport and it's just awful. So I'm hoping that's not what we see with this. But personally, I'm excited. I would pay for it because I'm a Tyson fan. Well, so. so you know that is the perfect way to kind of you know push us into this if you want to. Pay for our channel. Uh, well, it's free. If you want to follow, it's free. You can click the card, the heart to the left, the purple heart. And then if you want to subscribe, it's also free if you have Amazon Prime, which everyone does. So don't don't lie if you don't. Uh, if you say you don't, everyone has Prime. Uh, but if not, for whatever reason, you can just subscribe and it's uh, $4.99. Uh, and be sure to also check us out. If you're uh, someone that can't watch us live, not a problem. Maybe you're on the train. Maybe you can't watch a video. You know, hey, whatever. That's fine. Take the, right. take the episodes, all your ones on the go. You got Spotify and iTunes. Um, that carry all the living room sports talk episodes as well. Uh, and also make sure you check us out on social media, Instagram, Twitter, and Reddit are at underscore get sidetracked and then check us out on our Twitch channel. Um, if you're checking us out on the other ones right now, it's uh, twitch.tv slash get underscore sidetracked and be sure to also check out all the latest fun stuff at www.get-sidetracked.com. So yeah, Look at this. Did it, did it go by quicker or slower with uh, after like not doing this for two weeks? This is fun. It's been a minute. Dude. I missed this. I know. I missed it too. Yeah, it felt great. It it, uh, it flew by. Time flies. Yeah, it really did. I was like, damn, it's already past eight. Damn. I know. It's crazy. Awesome. So, Mark, we'll be off the air tomorrow, but then we'll be back on Thursday, and it'll be fun because the NBA starting, NHL starting up. You know, it's That's the wheels right. are in motion, as they said in Seinfeld, Zach. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully we can keep this positive uh, momentum going. Uh, you know, with some more football and maybe some fantasy chatter too coming up here. Who? Not now. We're talking. Yeah, we might. You know, what we should do. We should do some type of um, like a fantasy draft. Like a we all run a team together and we yeah. pick the per. Like that would be actually a cool show. Maybe we do like a, a special on that, and right. we do like we'll just like I can even pull up like the like the ESPN board and we just mock all of us together. Ooh. We're like, yo, who would you take here? And like, because. 
instead of all of us mocking together and we're trying to hide mm-hmm. our emotions in our real league, I think that'd be fun. I like that. I like that a lot. Yeah. Hey, August, August, uh, fantasy football is right, right around the corner. It's so close. I know. I'm looking at the calendar. It feels like August. It's hot as hell out, but Jeez. yeah, we're almost there. We're almost there. We are. We're Gotta there. love it. We want to thank everyone for listening tonight. Uh, so like I said, we'll be back on the air at seven o'clock Eastern time on Thursday. Um, but yeah, this is great. Zach, you got anything you want to take everyone out with? Yeah. So for those who are familiar or are not familiar with our website, we've been, we throw out a couple daily picks every day. And Ooh, so, far, bad yeah, so far, our uh, our baseball picks have been been in the positives. So uh, yeah. check them out. I didn't do too shabby, but I was at like a twenty percent clip. So I, you know, at this point, with like getting like four picks well, straight in a row. That's well, like, hey, post quarantine, post quarantine, it's uh, it's a whole, it's a fresh slate. A whole so. new ball game. Yeah, that's right. No pun intended. Literally awesome. <laughs> so we'll we'll be back on the air tomorrow, or not tomorrow. Sorry, at Thursday at seven o'clock. Uh, and perfect. We'll check out everyone in the living room. And we'll have plenty more to talk about. Cheers, everyone. <laughs>